The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Wednesday is ready to kick off this Thursday action where we have a measly six game slate it says on DraftKings but now it's only five because of the rain out in the Marlins Mets game all of those guys aren't going to be eligible for tonight's game so we have a five game slate to break down five stinking games and the two-point conversion NFL DFS podcast we had to move to tonight's recording so we won't have the Thursday preview so at the end of this podcast I will break down the Thursday night game for you Sweet, short, simple, make it happen for you. But before we do so, speaking of NFL DFS, let me tell you about the QuantEdge.com. Phenomenal place for you NFL DFSers. Outstanding lineup tool. Injury tool uh, is amazing. It lets you know if you take a guy out, uh, the impact it'll have on the rest of your players is outstanding. Wide receiver, cornerback, so, so much more. They have a private um, you know, chat with the experts. You have uh, articles. You have gambling. You have the works. So go check them out. Use promo code BENCHED at checkout, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, and you get $10 off your first month at thequantedge.com. Now let's get into this measly five-game slate. Slight chance of rain in, in Baltimore, Oakland at Baltimore, 15% chance or so. The total in that game is 9.5. Uh, Blue Jays at Red Sox, 9. Dodgers at Cardinals, 7.5. Twins at Royals, 9.5. Mariners, Angels, 8.5. So... Not too much going on there. Uh, when we break it down, Kershaw leads the way at 11-9. Not sure I want to pay that much against St. Louis. Kershaw just he hasn't had that twelve thousand dollars stuff. If that makes any sense to anybody, um, he's been better at home than on the road. 23-3, 15-4. He had a 27-8 and a 28-8. You could work with that um, if if you want to go there. You can. I respect the right-handed power in this Cardinals lineup. They strike out 22 percent of the time versus lefties. His numbers obviously are very very good. Cardinals have a 3.15 team total, second lowest on the slate. Lefties 294, righties 273. They do have a 325 Woba and a 180 ISO. Those are pretty good against left-handed pitching. So if you want to go up to Kershaw, you can. If you want to stack the pitchers in this game with the lowest total, you can. I'm just probably not going to Kershaw. I'd like to get some bats on this slate. And that'll start me off with Eduardo Rodriguez at 9100 bucks at the at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. 
Erod's faced Toronto three times this year. He's 2-0 with uh, 18 and two-thirds, 5 earned 15 Ks, averaging 20.3 DraftKings points per start against the Blue Jays. He struggled his last time out against Houston, but prior to that, at the White Sox, 36-4 against Toronto, 19.6, 5 and a third shutout innings of 5 Ks, uh, 23-2 against Texas, a good team against lefties, 27-1 against Washington, and then some hiccups, and then back to good stuff. So, Erod's been very, very good. It's a matter of not walking guys. That's been his biggest problem. Toronto strikes out 22% of the time. Erod is a minus 270 home favorite, which is by far the highest on the slate. He has a 26% K rate. His walks are down to 7.5%, which is really damn good, uh, and a 40% ground ball rate. Not very, and he limits the hard contact, only a 27% hard contact guy. So all things looking really, really solid there for Eduardo Rodriguez. And you have a Blue Jays team. With a team total of 3.13, it's below the Cardinals against Clayton Kershaw. Lefty's 295, righty's 308 against Erod. They have a measly 305 Wobin and an OK 176 ISO versus left-handed pitching. We saw Chris Sale, we saw David Price dominate uh, their starts against the Blue Jays. And Erod's not those two, but he's very, very good. And at 9100 bucks, I have no problem starting with Eduardo Rodriguez. Dropping down to $8,100, you got Alex Gomber, or Austin Gomber. I apologize to the STL Cup of Joe Nation. That is my bad. He's faced the Dodgers once this year. Five innings, two earned, four Ks for 9.3 points. Of late, he's been much, much better. 14.1 at Detroit, 15.8 at Cincinnati, 23.9 at Coors. That start against the Dodgers we just talked about. And then against the Nats, 25-3 at Kansas City, 17-7. He's shown some really, really good stuff. A lot of the peripherals say he's due for regression. So be careful of that. But the Dodgers do strike out 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Uh, he has an almost 20% K rate. He does walk too many, a little over 10% walk rate. Does give up a little hard contact as well at 36.7% hard contact. Not ideal. But the Dodgers have a 4.35 team total. Uh, they hit a 306 Woba and a 163 ISO versus lefties. They've struggled immensely versus left-handed pitching. That's why they made all the trades for Machado. Machado for many reasons. But Dozier, David Freese, all these guys to try to hit lefties. And it's helped a little bit since then, but not really. Dozier's been a mess they moved him out of like 7th or 8th in the batting order. Uh, they've really, really struggled versus left-handed pitching. So if you want to go to Austin Gomber, 81, uh, I think he's worth a shot on a five-game slate like this. Definitely worth a shot. You have Mike Leak, $7,600 at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. He's faced him four times this year. He's going to 12 earned and 19 to the third with 13 Ks, averaging 6.1 a start. So that does not scream good by any means. But he's on a pretty good run. 20.7 against Baltimore. Got beat up by Oakland. That's kind of understandable. 11.3 at Arizona, 28-2 at Oakland. That's why it was weird. 12 one 13-6, 10-1, 11-9, 14-7, uh, minus 7.4 against the Angels. He had a, then a start earlier in the year against the Angels where he got 30 points. Leak is a wild card. He's either going to put together a pretty quality start, like a good cash game start. He's got upside. We've seen 25-plus out of him. Or we've seen him get absolutely destroyed. And the Angels are a wild card. We've seen them be great, and then we've seen them do nothing. Uh, they do strike out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Leak's got a 49% ground ball rate, but it gives up a lot of hard contact and doesn't strike out a ton. So that's kind of the bugaboo, obviously, with Leak. The Angels have a 4.5 team total. It's middle of the pack tonight, a little high high end of the pack tonight. Lefty's 387, righty's 348. So it's very, very risky. But as you, you're going to tell here in a minute, after Erod, after Gomber, I go to Leak and then I drop into $4,000 range. That's where we're at tonight. This is a five game slate of disaster. So Leak should be on your radar. Uh, I wouldn't even recommend cash games tonight. You can if you want. If you're a degenerate and you like your cash games, it's fine. He'd probably be a cash game play for me just because if he pitches well, there you go. 
But uh, it's very, very risky. Very, very, very risky. So Leak at 76 is there. I would have loved Sandy Alcantara if the Miami Marlins game was going on, but it is not. Brett Anderson's returning from the DL for Oakland against Baltimore. I'll pass. Dylan Bundy uh, has been a travesty. You can, In a GPP, I could see the appeal at 6300 bucks against the A's because, you know, if Bundy's on, he's great. The A's strike out almost 22% of the time. But, you know, Bundy, big-time fly ball guy, big-time hard contact guy, big-time I give up the long ball guy, and you're facing the Oakland freaking athletics. So um, he could have a huge game in a GPP if you want to get weird tonight because you you're going to have to get, differentiate somewhere. If it's with your bats or your pitchers, you're going to have to do it somewhere on a five-game slate. Uh, Dylan Bundy at 63 could be that guy for you if you so choose. But the other options I have for you, you have one at 4900 bucks, Heath Philmeyer of the Kansas City Royals. He's faced Minnesota twice this year, averaging minus 4.1. Not good, Bob. Uh, and he got beat up his last time at Minnesota, two and a third, six or in uh, 1K for minus 10.2. But prior to that, 17-8 against Baltimore, 18-5 against Cleveland. He has a minus 4.1 against the White Sox. He has a 2.7 out of the bullpen, a 22.8. Moral of the story, he's $4,900. He has shown tremendous upside. He has shown tremendous disaster. Um, you're paying the price of a higher up outfielder, or just hitter in general. He's facing a Minnesota team that strikes on almost 22% of the time versus righties. Phil Meyer has a walking problem, 11% walk rate. Only strikes out 14%, gives up hard contact 40% of the time, has a ground ball rate of 50% of the time. A lot of that doesn't sound good. Minnesota has a 4.7 team total. Lefty's 331, righty's 390. Just throwing it out there, he's 4900 bucks. The other guy I look at, and I kind of I like this a little bit more, it is still dicey. He's averaging 9.3 a start and four starts against the Boston Red Sox and 13 and two-thirds, six earned, 12 Ks. If he gives me 9.3 for 4,500 bucks, I will definitely use Sam Gaviglio. We've used him before. He struggled his last couple starts, but he had a 25-6 at Baltimore. We've seen big, big nights from him and, and shaky nights from him. Last time he faced Boston was on July 14th, three and a third, one earned, um, 2Ks, 6.5 DraftKings points. He's 4,500 bucks. If he can get you double digits, that's tremendous. Go, you know, and I, ideally don't get you negatives. If you want to dip down here, I would take Gaviglio over Philmire. I'd take the $4,500 Gaviglio. If you want to match him with Erod, it's dicey because Boston is just juggernauts. But you're going to have to get weird on this slate. You're going to have to get really, really weird. That's all I can really say. So those are the guys I'm looking at tonight. I prefer Eduardo Rodriguez all the way up. If you want to pay to Kershaw and take value bats, I get it because the pitching is that bad. I think a lot of people are just going to go all the way to Kershaw and pair, try to pair him with Erod or Mike Leak. That's going to be their method. Or they'll roll the dice with Dylan Bundy. I see that a lot tonight. That's a big option for people. But I like Erod, Gomber. Those two I kind of trust. Then you got Leak, Philmeyer, and Gaviglio. Gaviglio would be my punt. If you can't tell yet, this is not, not good, Bob. Not good at all. But all right, let's get in to the bats on this five-game slate. You got guys like Salvi Perez versus uh, Gonzalez, Steven Gonzalez of Kansas of Minnesota. Perez is an outstanding play at thirty nine hundred bucks. If you got the money to pay up for catcher, you go that direction. That is an outstanding look for you there. If you aren't using Phil Meyer, Williams Astadio, we talked about him again. Seven more points last night. He got seven seven. Zero and 19 in his last four, and 14 prior to that. So seven or more in four of his last five. He's 3500 bucks. He is catcher third base eligible. He could uh, become a nice little ad for you tonight versus Phil Meyer at 3500 Another guy you could look at is uh, the likes of... 
Oh, this is one of those nights. Maybe a Christian Vasquez at 3K versus Gaviglio if you're not using Gaviglio. Lucroy versus Bundy at 29 has got some upside. Mike Zunino at 2,900 versus Despagne is good as well, even though lefties versus Despagne is what you're looking for. But in a GPP, you can go there. Sandy Leone, 2,700. He's been a zero machine. The, the punt I like. If you're not using if you're not using Salvi Perez, Astadio is not bad. Caleb Joseph at 2,700 bucks versus Brett Anderson, I love. That is a great punt. Upside versus the lefty Anderson, who's really not that good. I can definitely see that as an option. Their other guy wins is 3,100. So the Baltimore catching combo could be in play versus Brett Anderson for you. First base, you got Max Muncy versus Gumber. Muncy hits lefties very, very well, so keep that in, in mind. Matty Olson, I told you he was due to get one. He jumped into one last night. He got you 21 DraftKings points. He's 4,500 versus Bundy, so the A's are alive and well tonight. Second highest team total, the Boston Red Sox have the highest versus Caviglio. Uh, Gaviglio, 377 lefties, only 310 righties, so you pray T's and P's to Gaviglio. But uh, the A's, 5.2 team total, lefties 396, righties 296. Matty Olson, 396 lefties, go. I uh, got Carp in play against Kershaw in a GPP. But sliding on down, maybe a Mitchie two bags of 4,100 versus Gaviglio if you want to not use Gaviglio tonight. You could go there. Um, Ryan O'Hearn is lefty-lefty, so keep that in mind. Our boy... Uh, David Freese, thirty nine hundred bucks first. The lefty Gomber. We do look at stuff like that with Freese. We always have uh, the uh, lefties two ninety four. No, 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 no. Uh, lefties three seventy two. Righties three fifty off Austin Gomber. So a uh, David Freese at thirty nine could be in play for you tonight. The switch hitting Kendris Morales at thirty eight versus Eduardo Rodriguez. If you want to be really weird, because I think Rodriguez is going to be super, super, super high owned. So Toronto bats will be super, super low-owned if you want to be different on this kind of a slate. Trey Mancini, his power against Brett Anderson, I like that quite a bit at $3,600. Baltimore, 4.3 team total. Lefty's 367. Righty's 342 versus Brett Anderson. So a Trey Mancini at 36 could be a nice play for you there. Hunter Dozier was scratched yesterday. He's day-to-day. If he gets back in the lineup today, he's first base, third base at 3,400 versus Steven Gonzalez. Nice value there against Gonzalez, who just has not been good since his trip to the bigs. Second base, Whit Merrifield getting it done night after night. Second base, outfield eligible, 4800 bucks, 21 more points last night. 21, 22, and 14 in his last three. He is in play for you. Chad Lowry at 46, not bad. Alberto Mondesi, 4500 bucks, 23 more points last night as he got it done again. 23, 13, 2, 14, 24 in his last five. So those two guys definitely in play could be your middle infield combo. They're pricey. They get on, they run. They're in great matchups versus Gonzalez, as we've talked about. Kansas City has a 4.18 total. Lefty's 577. Righty's 486 versus Gonzalez. I'm telling you, people are going to run to the Red Sox. They're going to run to the A's. They're going to leave you the Kansas City Royals. We talked. How many nights in a row have we talked about the goddamn Kansas City Royals? And how many nights in a row have they got it done, or at least almost every, like 80% of the time, the Royals are producing low ownership, getting it done, and I'm seeing green screens. Life is good. So keep the Royals in mind because uh, no one wants to pay these prices for these guys and they keep getting it done. Maybe they don't tonight, but on a slate like this, when you have five games and you got to mix it up, I love the Royals. I love a Royals twin stack stack the game. The team, I know I'm going on a tangent here, but I'm trying to get you a little bit little bit of an edge here. That Royals, Royals twins game uh, has a total of nine and a half. The Orioles uh, game is nine and a half. So they're tied for the highest total on the slate, but people are going to flock to Oakland. They might even flock to Baltimore. They're going to flock to Boston. They're going to leave you Kansas City, Minnesota, sitting there for the pickings. And if things play out the way they could, it doesn't always happen because it's baseball, there could be a lot of runs in Kansas City tonight. 
and you can have some fun with that and get them at a little bit more value possibly as well. Back to your second baseman. you got Robbie Cano, lefties versus Despondi is a very nice thing at 4300 bucks. Uh, if you want to get weird, the Cardinals will be low owned versus Kershaw as well. I talked about Toronto low ownership versus Erod. Cardinals will be low versus Kershaw. Jed Jericho, a guy that mashes left-handed pitching, second base, third base, at 4K versus Kershaw could be a guy to turn to there uh, for a discount. Loris Gurriel Jr. at 36 versus Erod is in play. Um, if you want to trust Brian Dozier at 36 versus Gomber, you can. He's just been completely out of whack, like big time out of whack. Uh, David Fletcher, 3500 for the Angels versus Mike Leakes, another type of option for you. And then Logan Forsythe, uber value, especially if he's towards the top of the order. He's 2900 bucks versus Phil Meyer. That is an outstanding value at second base. And then another guy I've been using in the outfield at times for value, he's a switch hitter, Rosell Herrera. He bats like eighth for the Royals, but if you need a punt, he's 2900 bucks switch hitter. So he's got the platoon advantage. Those are two big-time punt plays. I like Forsythe a little more because he's going to probably be in the top of the order. But Forsythe or Herrera, very, very good. Remember, if you like Merrifield, he can go to the outfield. Bonus, he can go to shortstop, and he can get one of those punt plays in there at second base if you need to reconfigure your lineup around, stuff like that. Third base, you got Justin Turner at uh, 4800 bucks. Always an interesting play there versus Austin Gomber. Mentioned Muncie. Matt Chapman is worth every dime tonight at 4700 bucks versus Bundy. If you're paying up at third base, probably paying to Chapman. That's the best uh, situation there on paper. Sliding on down, you got Jericho at 4K like we talked about. Uh, maybe a Rafael Devers at 39 versus Caviglio if you think Devers is going to wake up. We mentioned Timmy Beckham at 39. Or no, David Freese at 39. Tim Beckham is at 39 as well in your GPPs. But Freese is a very intriguing option there at 3900 bucks. The third base position is not as fun as it used to be, but you got Astadio again. We talked about him at catcher. He's 3500 bucks. Brian Dozier at 34. Ari Adrianza, if he's in the Minnesota lineup, he's third base shortstop eligible now. He's 33 so you definitely have some values there. And then Kyle Seager, the guy that just keeps losing value because he can't hit the damn baseball. But we know the talent's there. It's just he's lost. He's 3200 bucks versus Despaigne. Lefties can destroy Despaigne if you want to punt on a GPP and hope Seager finds one tonight at 32. You could do worse. So just want to keep mentioning him because the guy is legit good. He's just in a funk, a big-time funk. And maybe he won't find it until next year. But at that price point, you got to kind of at least look at it night in and night out. Don't have to play it night in and night out. But you got to acknowledge the value behind it. Going over to shortstop, you got the X-Man against Caviglio at 5K is outstanding. Machado versus Gomber at 47, I do like. I don't hate that. But you got Mondesi again at 4,500, like Alberto very much in this game. Uh, Marcus Simeon's interesting at 42. Jorge Polanco versus Phil Meyer at 4K, I like quite a bit as well. He's been hitting around the cleanup spot uh, in that lineup. Before the goose egg yesterday against Severino, 15 and 8 in his prior two. We know the upside is there worth Polanco at 4K, so that's a pretty good-looking play for you there. If you want to be weird, DeYoung versus Kershaw at 39 could be in play for you. We mentioned Tim Beckham already. We mentioned Loris Gurriel at 36. We mentioned Adrianza at 33. So those are kind of where you're pivoting to if you need to go down below. Heading over to the outfield, you got Mookie Betts at 59. is always interesting. But Shohei Otani at 57 keeps hitting the ball very, very well. He put up a goose egg yesterday. It's actually tough to tell what he did because DraftKings can't add up things anymore because they put his pitching stats on the right side even though they put his hitting stats on the left. So I can't tell you how many DraftKings, but last night he had two for three with a double, a run, and a walk. So definitely had a big night for you double-digit-wise. Shohei Otani versus Mike Leake is not a good matchup for Mike Leake. Got J.D. Martinez, Mike Trout, all really good stuff there. So the Otani-Trout combo against Leake I like quite a bit because Betts and Martinez, Ben and Tendi, as great a plays that they are versus Caviglio, will be very, very popular as well. 
Uh, Chris Davis versus Bundy, Stephen Piscotty versus Bundy, both really good plays. I mentioned yesterday how Piscotty is just on an absolute tear. He got you five points yesterday. He's averaging 12.4 his last 10. Uh, he's been very, very good. So both those guys have played for you tonight. Whit Merrifield at 48. We know how I feel about that one. Eddie Rosario in that Minnesota-Kansas City game stack at 47 is very, very nice. Uh, Lorraine had a big night for the A's leading off. 4,300 bucks, 25 DraftKings points. Three for five with a run, a double, a triple, a walk, stolen base. He got it in last night. This kid has he has nights like that. He has some some duds as well. But uh, that's why I say in a stack, Lorenzo's a really really good option at forty three hundred bucks. Yeah, Marcelo Zuna in a GPP versus Kershaw. You could go like a Zuna and Jericho and DeYoung. A lot of that lefty power versus Kershaw. If you want to get really weird, uh, lefties two two ninety four, righties two seventy three versus Kershaw. I know lefties are getting a little better, but, man, that's that, GPP-wise, intriguing. Just, it's very risky, but intriguing. But you get yourself, like, an Adam Jones at 4200 bucks for his Brett Anderson. I like that quite a bit. In that matchup, going down, like, a Nelly Cruz maybe in play versus Espanye. Uh Tyler O'Neill, if he made the lineup at 4 ks GPP-relevant versus uh, Kershaw. Same with Gritchick, 3900 bucks versus Erod, both GPP-type. Go for the go for broke-type plays there. Max Kepler's thirty nine hundred bucks versus Phil Meyer. That's outstanding. Uh, they've moved him down in the order, which really sucks, but still a very solid play there. Uh, Jake Cave or Cave, whatever the hell his real name is, he's got seven and seventeen in his last two. He's thirty nine hundred bucks for the Twins. Nice looking player. He's batting like fifth the last couple days. So Jake Cave, I'm just calling him Cave because he's been our, our value darling. But now he's up at thirty nine hundred bucks against Phil Meyer. Still a very good play there if he's in the middle of the order. The biggest thing with that Twins Royals game. See where the order is. See where the productive spots in the lineup will be, and then and then attack. Sliding on down to the mid threes, you got like uh, Cole Calhoun at thirty seven leading off versus Leak. Like that quite a bit in that matchup. Mentioned Trey Mancini at thirty six. That's some nice value. Alex Gordon thirty six hundred bucks hit third again yesterday versus a lefty. Eight more DraftKings points. I don't see Gonzalez being in the game too long tonight. So uh, Gordon at thirty six batting third does give you some very nice value in that Royals lineup tonight. Uh, Robbie Grossman was hitting cleanup, I believe, last night at 3600 bucks. So keep Grossman on your radar as he's been getting some uh, nice playing time and nice spots in that order. So another value for you there if you need to go that direction. Uh, going down to the lower threes, it's going to get a little bleak. Maybe Nick Martini if he cracks the lineup at 33 for Oakland. Maybe Ben Gamble, D. Gordon for the, the Mariners at 33 Nothing too sexy down here. Kind of see what the lineups produce when you get around to it uh, tonight. Let's recap the pitching real quick. Again, it's pretty ugly. If you want to go Kershaw up top, I get it. I totally get it. Uh, I just don't want to pay that because I want to get some bats tonight on this weird slate. But if you do, I get it. But Erod at 91, I like quite a bit. Gombert 81 is interesting versus the Dodgers. Very much in play. And then you like Mike Leak. He's kind of that up and down, uh, kind of usually safer type play you can take a peek at. Um, you got Phil Meyer and Gaviglio down below. If you want to go, like I said, an Erod Gaviglio get all the bats and see what happens. I can totally get behind that. If not, T's and P's to all y'all. But uh, that'll do it. Oh, no, no, no. Again, stacks. We talked about Red Sox. We talked about A's. Love me some Royals Twins game stack. Let's talk about your BVP on this evening action of baseball. We'll kick it off with, we're going to skip the Marlins Mets, but Toronto at Boston Eduardo Nunez has a homer off Caviglio. J.D. Martinez, two homers. Very small sample sizes. Uh, Kendris Morales, seven for 24. Two doubles and a homer off Erod. Teoscar Hernandez and Solarte have taken Erod deep. Chris Davis and Matt Olson have both taken Dylan Bundy deep. 
You got uh, Jared Jericho. The, the Cardinals only hit 212, but uh, Jericho's taking them deep. Yadi Molina, 7 for 27, three doubles. Nothing too crazy in that one, as you kind of expect. Other than that, uh, Mike Trout, 8 for 16, three doubles and a homer off Mike Leake. Andleton Simmons, 4 for 12 with a homer off of Mike Leake. Justin Upton, 11 for 29, hitting 379 with a double, triple, and a homer off of Mike Leake. That is not good for morale. Now, that will do it for your five-game slate. Let me talk to you about Draft. Draft Draft.com, Draft in your app store. Use promo code SDSPORTS when you check out to get entry into a free $3 tournament. It is a great way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafting, just the way you like it. Draft done in under five minutes. Get some in today for the full slate of NFL action. They have weekend slates. They have the full slates. They have all kinds of different slates. So go check them out. They'll have golf for you. Baseball, of course, is still rocking and rolling. And then they'll have basketball and hockey as that comes around. So go check them out. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Promo code SD Sports. Don't forget to check out the QuantEdge.com for your NFL DFS needs. After you listen to the two-point conversion NFL DFS podcast, you can go mosey on over to the Quant Edge and use their lineup optimizer, their injury tools, and all the great stuff they have there. And you do so by using promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D, when you check out, and you'll get a $10 off your first month at thequantedge.com. That's promo code BENCHED, B-E-N-C-H-E-D. Speaking of NFL DFS, again, the two-point conversion podcast moved a day. We're recording on Thursday night. So I will break down the Thursday night showdown for you real quick. If you have any other questions, the guy's been popping all week in the NFL chat, the baseball chat. Join the SD Slack chat. It is free. Three ninety nine, free. So go come check it out in the SD Slack chat. Now let's get into your Thursday night NFL DFS showdown. You have a matchup tonight between the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. It's going to be a very, very interesting one for you here. Pretty, pretty simple stuff here. Defenses are alive and well in this one. Um, when you're looking at... Uh, the main plays for you. And you're checking out Baltimore. Oh, let me just do this a lot easier. Just click this button. Oh, we're not going to do that on this slate. There we go. It loads. All right. So when we're checking out Baltimore side of things. You know, the quarterback play versus Cincinnati, you could go there. You saw um, Andrew Luck did have some success for Cincinnati last week. So if you need to go Flacco, you can. I'd look more at the Alex Collins of the world. You know, in the flex, he's 9K. In the captain spot, he's 13.5. Probably wouldn't make him a captain so much, but you could go there. If you want to differentiate, you go to Javaris Buck Allen, who got a lot of action there. There's two different sides of the story in this one. Some say it was because uh, Baltimore was blowing them out, so they gave El- uh, Alex Collins some rest, and Buck Allen got the roll. Kind of hit and miss there, but Buck Allen could give you a discount of 5400 bucks if you need to pump. I think Alex Collins is definitely alive and well in this game. The likes of Michael Crabtree and John Brown, John Brown much cheaper, could be two uh, receivers you could look at. This game should be a defensive battle, so... Finding the guys on offense that get it done are going to be the key. But uh, that's going to be the interesting part there. When you look at the Bengals' side of things, the Ravens' defense was is legit. They were legit last year. Bills made them look more legit than they should be. Like The Bengals will still move the ball. I think a lot of people are going to focus on the Baltimore side of things to attack the Bengals. They're going to use the Baltimore defense instead of the Bengals' defense, which I get. But guys like Andy Dalton could be in play. The top play of the slate and um, could be Joe Mixon at 9800 bucks in your flex. 14-7 in the captain seat. That's not breaking news. That is just common sense. He had 92% of the workload out of the backfield last week. That is great, great stuff, and they're saying they want to give me even more. Um, all reports and all video you watched, he's a phenomenal receiving back. Uh, Joe Mixon should be in for a huge, huge game tonight. Very much in play. You can look at a guy like A.J. Green as well at 10-4 out of the flex or 15-6. 
out of the captaincy, I'd have Joe Mixon in the captain's chair. If you want some value at receiver, Tyler Boyd was the number two for the Cincinnati Bengals last week, not John Ross. Uh, John Ross is good. He had a couple uh, red zone targets, but that was about it. And he cashed in on one of them. He's 5800 bucks in the flex. But Tyler Boyd's 3400 in the flex. He's going to be the wide receiver two for the Cincinnati Bengals tonight. I think that's a very uh, good play for you at that $3,400 value kind of punt position. And then you got guys like Tyler Eifert at 6 k which could be an option for you as well. The other guys I think could be interesting. Um, I did this on a, on a showdown the other day. On a game we think is going to be tight like this, Justin Tucker as your cap eton at 6300 bucks could be huge. If it's one of those games where the Ravens get like five field goals, Justin Tucker at this price point could be huge. He's $4,200 regularly, $6,300 out of the captaincy. Um, I think either way, if you use him as a flex or a captain, Justin Tucker should be a nice part of your offense. The Ravens, um, if you're using them, as I think a defense or a kicker could be really interesting. If you're not using like Mixon in the captain spot, I think a defense or a kicker could be interesting. You got the Ravens, they're regularly $3,600. As a captain, they are 54 so they're also very, very good. So I love the Ravens defense. I love Justin Tucker as a kicker. Uh, you can use them as flex to, or as, as captains to be really, really weird. If not them at captain, you're looking at Joe Mixon. Remember some of the value plays, maybe a John Brown at receiver, a Buck Allen at running back, or a, a Tyler Boyd at receiver for Cincinnati. It's not the prettiest game. It's a Thursday night game. Remember, after week one, you know, now that these quick weeks come back, these guys play a lot slower on Thursday nights for the most part, not always. Usually a second half game. So keep your eye on that. Any questions you have, come join us in the SD Slack chat. I want to give you a quick run through there just so you had a little idea. But come ask me any questions you want in there, and I'll break it down some more for you. But uh, that'll do it, folks. Remember, five games slate on tap tonight. And then you got football is back. Big weekend coming up. Again, two-point conversion will be out. We got uh, Bench with Bubba with Mike Stepney. I recorded really good stuff. Give us some waiver wire talk and much, much more for the fantasy football world. Had to postpone my baseball one a little bit. It'll be recorded this weekend now instead of this week. But uh, we got a lot going on at these sports DJs. Be on the lookout for some football articles this week and much, much more. But thanks for listening today. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, September 13th edition. I'm out.